0: Hello, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of the Android Central podcast. My name is Shruti Shaker. I am the managing editor here at Android Central. And I've got my lovely guests with me, starting with Jerry Hildenbrand. Hello, good sir.
1: Hello. 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 How are you?
0: I'm doing very well. And I've got Andrew Myrick. Hello. 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 And, of course, my favorite co-host, Nick Sutrick, who is finally back this week. We missed you so much this week. Yay. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got a jam-packed episode filled with lots of things to talk about, of course. um, I want to start off with the thing that came out last week, the Pixel 6a review, which you did, Nick. Uh, I think... Obviously, I mean, the phone is beautiful. the colors are beautiful. um you know it's it's a good price. You gave it what four point five stars out of five. I mean that is that's pretty impressive. Um, why don't we talk about some of the things that you loved about about the phone?
2: It's a pixel, so I have to say the camera, right? I mean this of is course, just, this is a given. Yes. Um it, it's funny because this uses uh basically the same sensors that all the previous pixel phones use, right? This is not the new Pixel 6, 50 megapixel sensor and all that stuff. This is the 12 megapixel ones that you're kind of used to. The difference is that this has a Google Tensor processor inside. And, and so
0: I yeah, that is that is incredibly surprising for a 6A, like an A-series phone that they're right. using the best of the best. Um I mean they're', they're in house made uh chip, I think that's pretty impressive, right
2: definitely yeah and and you know tensor is not the top of the line performer, but it's way, way better than anything in this price range. so like most of the phones in this price range will use like a snapdragon seven hundred series, sometimes a six hundred series depending on what other compromises that had to be made to get to this price, right. Mm-hmm. Um this thing is is at least forty percent faster in every area over those processors so speed wise this is probably the fastest thing you can buy at this price, mm-hmm. and I would easily say it's the best camera you can buy at this price so if those two things are important for you and you want to spend under five hundred bucks on the phone, just buy this thing there's really no reason to buy anything else.
0: Okay. So I do want to get to the camera portion in a second. And of course, you know, uh, we're, we're going to talk about Jerry's editorial, but I want to go uh, to this concept that, I mean, it is a smaller phone, but right. you actually, and I know you mentioned this in your review, you love... Um, devices that have a larger screen. So the fact that you liked this phone, that it's a smaller phone, um, kind of speaks speaks to to the design and and how it's sort of been presented. What are what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I I I definitely am not a, a small phone person. I mean, you know, if we're talking like over the years, small phones, this is not small. It's still over six inch display. But the bezels are, you know, not too big. You can see them, so you know that will probably upset some people. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
2: as mm-hmm. as we found out over the years, if it, if it's like a half a millimeter too big, you'll get people complaining about it. But whatever, um, it's only a 60 hertz display, which will probably upset more people than the bezels. Uh, I mean, even coming from a 120 hertz display phone, it, it didn't really bother me. I I noticed it obviously moving to this phone as like a daily phone. From those phones, but after like half a day, a day, you really don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for the most part, that makes a difference for people who are on social media scrolling constantly. That's when it makes the phone feel much faster. If you play games or watch videos or whatever, you're not going to see a difference. You know?
0: Okay, and and so you know we were well I, we were talking in our pitch meeting about. Um, an editorial idea that Derek had of of how he believes that the Pixel 6a should be the phone that you should upgrade to if you haven't yet upgraded to a phone. Um, would you agree with that statement? Yes. And yeah. why? <laughs> uh,
2: well, I mean, I think this is a great design. Uh, Google really hit the nail on the head with the Pixel 6 design. I think this is, you know, being slightly smaller, it's a little more compact, it, it just feels a little more compact, like the Pixel 6 Pro, and some of those kind of feel a little hollow in places. I don't know mm-hmm. how else to describe that you can tell. It's not maybe as full as this phone feels, right? This has way better haptics, again, than most phones in this price range, it's way faster. Um, really, the, the most negative aspect of it, I would say is aside from that display, uh, you don't have wireless charging, which I mean. Oh,
0: that's annoying. That, you
2: know, I don't care. I I stick my phone on a wireless charger sometimes, but it's not a must for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's more you know a, a slight annoyance than anything. And then, it, funny enough, even though it's using a different fingerprint sensor than the Pixel Six, it's still not as good as a Samsung phone or a OnePlus phone or any of these other ones. Pretty much that use in-display fingerprint sensors, and I, I don't really know why. It's bizarre.
0: Yeah, and we're going to talk about the fingerprint sensor as well in a second. Um, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I want to also ask, I mean, obviously, one of the other things that this phone doesn't have is a headphone jack. But I guess, I mean, I, that's not really a big deal breaker. I feel these days, most phones don't have a headphone jack. It's right. I mean, who cares, it's, right?
2: It's, it's like expandable storage. I mean, it's, it, it's exactly. nice when it's on there. And it is a must for some people. But I would say, at this point, I think it's, because it's not a
0: deal breaker. Yeah.
2: And because so many phones don't have those features, people have figured out ways around that. So mm-hmm. it's it's like maybe it's an inconvenience, but it's probably not a deal breaker for
0: you. You know, and the last thing I wanted to also point out is uh, and I think we're we all I feel like I'm telling everyone what our editorial ideas are. But <laughs> one of the other ideas that we're thinking of doing is just about how um you know, uh, there was all this hyper on the nothing phone one. And, and there really are so many other better options out there budget phone wise. And you even mentioned in your article that this would be a great alternative to that phone as well.
3: Right. Um,
0: which I, I think that also kind of speaks to, to the, to what Google has sort of created and achieved. Right.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, and At 450 bucks or, you know, the equivalent price, depending on one of the, I think, 13 regions this is sold in. It's a fantastic deal. It's a little more than the nothing phone. It's a little more than the A53. Um, You know, but and I think those are the probably the most comparable phones. But I know for me, just the build, having tensor, having the cameras, those really do it for me. And I really like pixel features a lot, too. That's that's somewhere that the pixel line has has really grown a lot in over the years
0: yeah and, and I know you particularly like the camera a lot
2: yeah and and this has like magic eraser it has you know all the Google assistant things like the instant voice typing, which that's that's a funny one. Every time I go to a non-pixel phone and use voice typing on the keyboard, <laughs> I realize how slow it is on everything else like
0: yeah it yeah. is
2: literally instant when you're talking on a pixel.
0: I'm judging Um, you because I always I always like look at people who (laughs) speak to to type their text. And I'm like, isn't that I I don't even know how to do it. I'm so bad at doing it. (laughs) See, I
2: typically I I do, I guess, the hunt and peck method with my thumbs. Right. That's that's my (laughs) most common form of typing. I will sometimes swipe and I will sometimes voice type. Mm -hmm. It just kind of depends on what I'm doing. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, I, I also think. The um, Google Assistant, uh, like spam filters and all that stuff, are just such a big deal. Again, when you use a Pixel phone, when you go to something else, you're like, oh my gosh, this feature works. It works so well. You don't realize it when you have it until you go back to something else and you're like, crap, I really missed that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so speaking of all of this, and obviously the phones, camera and stuff, you know, Jerry wrote this fantastic editorial uh, over the weekend. It's titled, the Pixel 6a is further proof that you don't need expensive camera parts in your next phone. And I mean, that really does speak to what you were saying, Nick. And, and um, I obviously want to get Jerry's take on this because the Pixel 6a, you know, has the parts that it has, but it it functions like a fantastic, it has one of the best cameras. Uh, thoughts on that,
1: Jerry? Uh, as far as the camera goes, uh, I don't think anybody really... There's two ways to get a good picture. With expensive, high-end, long focal distance gear, or with really, really shitty gear and computer algorithms. All phones do it the second way. The I don't care. You, you can... Sp- buy the phone that's got the best camera specs on paper and they still suck. They really, really suck. A little Barbie toy camera has better optics than the <laughs> best Samsung camera phone or Apple iPhone you can buy. All phones rely on the image processor and AI to make a photograph. And Google just does that better. That's why it can get away with using even cheaper parts.
0: Mm. And people don't really care about those parts anyways. Like when you're looking at the the phone, the average person isn't saying, Oh, oh my gosh, like I have this specific part in my phone. That's why my <laughs> camera makes it so freaking right. cool. Like no one's no one's gonna be doing that.
1: I you know, I, I guess I though the people who make these products sure love to tell us on stage over and over and over about the amazing hardware they stuck in this little phone. So I, I don't know, maybe they want us to care more, but you're right nobody nobody cares about you know the 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 focal length on their ultra think, camera phone.
0: I think one of the reasons why companies do that on stage is because. I think they know that people don't know what they're talking about when they say, oh, look at what we're putting in our phones. Uh, I think maybe I think what they're what they're really trying to do is to say, look how much work we've done to give you this amazing camera quality. And then they show that final result of that picture that they've taken on stage, and that's what everyone wows at. I feel like that's where that's where they grab or get their user to be like, oh, look at this amazing picture. I, and I think at by by that point, everyone's forgotten what all the parts that they've put in the camera. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that seems likely. You know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I I know the, the flip side is the software. The software that's in your Pixel phone now, I know Google started working on it with the release of the Nexus 6. What was that? Ten years ago, Nick. I think 2013 was the Nexus Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let uh, me let me Google it while you talk. They, they <laughs> have taken about ten years to get it as good as it is today. So that's just why it, works uh, it was so 20, well.
2: 2015. But whatever. I mean, still uh, about 10 years, eight years, nine still years, almost years, whatever. a decade.
1: Yeah. So it's not easy, and I mean, come on, Google screws up so much stuff. You know, they they got this right.
0: I guess my question to you then, Jerry, and and to other people who want to respond is I mean, I that's that's done purposefully though, right? I right. mean, if like Google wants to ensure that their own products are seen in a specific way, if you will, quote unquote, better than the other phones that are out there. Um, you know, because obviously Google works with other companies, other other brands. So are they giving lesser quality version to those other companies or is it just that other companies haven't figured it out?
1: Well, this is not something that's part of Android and Google shares with anybody. Mm -hmm. These, these are part of, you know, the phone, let's call it a a part of the phone's hardware, the uh, algorithm that takes the raw data that comes from a camera lens and, turns it into the picture we see on our screen uh i part of me thinks that that's something google should share with everybody else uh if they want to talk about how open and free android is you know maybe
0: the reason why i ask that is is and it's interesting that they don't share it is because they seem to not really care i mean from all of our previous conversations you know we've kind of come to this conclusion or this understanding that Google doesn't really care about its hardware because where the money comes from is their software and, you know, their search business. Right. So if they don't really care about hardware, then why make or add exclusive features or better features for their hardware if they're not even going to one care about it to begin with, like the sales that they get from it and two not put enough marketing to actually, sell more of their phones you know know, like it doesn't make sense to me why not this
1: is something i've actually thought about before pretty much basically word for word what you just said and the only reason i can think of is google just doesn't like to share their proprietary software algorithms
0: but wouldn't they get more money if they shared it? And like, you know, uh, what's the word? Well, what? But why?
1: They make just as much money from people who buy an iPhone as they do people who buy a Galaxy phone or people who well, buy they could a make Pixel more money. phone or a OnePlus phone. No, they make the same money from all of these companies.
0: Mm, okay. And
2: and maybe, maybe that's the issue. Because I know for a long time, since the Nexus 5, when they debuted HDR+, and then you could put GCam on... Basically, any Android device you want, and magically get an incredible camera upgrade, right? Right. Like, why? Why is this just not already? Why can't you just download it from the Play Store? Download the Google Camera, and you know you're going to get a great it just picture. Just doesn't make
0: sense to me. Like you could, yeah. and if anything, they could charge people. Like you could say, okay, here, here's a free version. If you want extra um, features, then spend two ninety nine. You know, whatever.
1: I I, I just think that Google would rather keep that a secret because I'm not going to say it's the same algorithm because clearly it's not, but Google doesn't want people to know some of their software practices for machine learning algorithms when it comes to search Mm -hmm. or ad placement or any of the other things that, that they do to make money and they just have a policy of not that that's all Closely guarded trade secret stuff.
0: That's, that's so, my guess. That's so interesting, though. It's it's it don't, it kind of, I I just uh, it just doesn't make sense to me because it's like why not? You could clearly make more money if you wanted to.
1: Maybe Elon should buy Google and he could share the <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> there you that's, go. Exactly. Yeah.
2: I don't. I I don't know. I I I still think it would be better for the Android market overall if Google would officially bring that Google camera software to other Android phones because you know you, how many reviews you know the
0: thing is the thing is I would do it too like I would you know I think I've said it before I mean I have uh an iPhone but I use all Google software like I use Gmail I use you know all the other stuff but if they had a camera like if they did Google lens or Google camera or whatever you want to download that I would download that because their camera is freaking amazing.
2: Yeah, it is. And like, how many reviews do we write where we're like, the rest of this phone's amazing, but man, that camera needs work. (laughs) Oh, I feel like every review. (laughs) That could be fixed so easily. So Google, if you're listening
0: to us, make that available.
2: (laughs) It's frustrating. At at the
0: very least, (laughs) with
2: the 6A... They did an amazing job with the camera because you're going to save 150 bucks off the regular six, and you're not going to see any difference in the photos.
0: That's so wild to me. That I, is, I mean, that they, is there, there were like
2: some low light shots that the Pixel Six took better photos in, but everything else was. I I really had to nitpick to find the difference, and sometimes I liked the way the six A's pictures looked better.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> yeah, I, insane.
1: That that's another thing. People that take pictures on their phone, you should never nitpick. Every picture you've ever taken with your phone looks bad. Sorry, <laughs> it does. If you if you uh, could take a picture and blow it up to real life size, and I don't mean that the resolution would be crappy, and then compare what you see in real life to what your phone captured as a picture, you would be highly disappointed. So never nitpick. Yeah, right? Yeah. I that's mean, a good point. fair enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. That being said, um there are obviously other issues happening with uh the 6a. And I don't know Nick if you've been facing this, but uh earlier this week we wrote a news article uh, and it was essentially about how um some early Pixel 6a users are reporting a bug uh basically with the fingerprint sensor. And and what this is what's happening essentially is that um uh the in-display sensor is not recognizing fingerprints properly, uh which could be a cause for a phone security concern. Uh, Obviously, I want to talk to you, Jerry, about, you know, the security aspect of this. But Nick, have you had any of these issues um, recently? And also, I mean, in your review, you did talk about how the fingerprint sensor is like kind of meh.
2: Yeah, I I would say, if anything, I have the opposite of these issues. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's good. (laughs) I even, even during the review, at one point, I tried unregistering all my fingerprints, re-registering them, And then doing the trick when the 6 first came out where they were like, oh, just register your same thumb twice and then it sort of works better, kind of, maybe. And I even tried that and it was like, I don't know. For me, it was was just still not super great. I mean, again, like when I use a Samsung phone or a OnePlus phone or, you know, some other brand that has an in-display sensor, it typically works right away. And this one did not. Whereas in this particular case that we wrote about, um, and maybe possibly others, they were able to unlock the phone with their left thumb when only the right thumb was registered yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Which... Yeah.
0: I mean, that, and then that's problematic because obviously, um, you know, that makes it available that other people who don't own your phone could potentially get into your phone. Um, sure. And I get, well, I guess I, I don't really know how the, how the nuances or rather the the security aspect of this like how could something like this happen and i guess that's where um i'd want to get jerry's take on that or anyone else's for that matter
1: i don't have anything to say about how it could happen until google tells us Mm -hmm. i just know nick's issue with it not working as well and you know this are not probably not the same thing uh and you know i i saw david blaine make the statue of liberty disappear on in a video so it must be true right (laughs) sure i you know there's there's lots of different ways to come towards this but if the fingerprint sensor isn't as responsive let's use that word uh the same thing happened with one of samsung's phones and they had to tweak things and it made it it fixed it that's that's probably an issue uh as far as what is happening to make it use you know unregistered fingerprints no idea that's something google's just gonna have to tell us if it's really happening uh that's a big problem get it fixed if it's people just trying to get YouTube likes. Well, that's still a problem. Yeah. Get up, exactly. get up there and say how it can't be happening. Do something. Don't just sit and hide and not say anything. Google, you you, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to have to wait because I, I don't know enough about how that part of it works, how, how it could, you know, the, the transfer.
0: I'm assuming it's a software issue though. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? Be. My, my first guess would be a hardware issue.
0: Oh, really? If it was a
1: software issue, it should affect every single phone. They all have the same software.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. They
1: have the same hardware, but hardware can be flawed. Yeah. So if I had to guess, which I really don't want to, but if I had (laughs) to guess, I would say it's a hardware fault.
0: Why do you think, you know, I think that we've talked about this before, but why do you think it takes so long for Google to come out with, um, because typically what happens, if I'm not mistaken, is, a bug is reported and then there's like a not a blog post but a a forum a community forum page i guess where google would actually explain what happened and then provide a fix uh and they would say oh it's it's going to if it's a software issue it would be something that would happen in the next build or you know whatever of android uh but I feel and I don't know if I've asked about this I feel like I have but why does it take so long for for Google to come out with a response to something like this especially if if this is actually happening to some Pixel 6A users it's completely one unacceptable that it's not being fixed right away but two it can be pretty dangerous or I mean it's a security issue it could all people have all their personal information on their phone um i just i you would think google would want to get it fixed right away i i just i why do you think it takes so long
1: i think a better question is why isn't google contacting these people and say here's a brand new phone send us that one please
0: well i guess the other question too is how can you determine who well i mean i guess whoever is having an issue can contact google and say hey this is happening and then google would respond right away being like hey let's give you a new phone yeah
1: it's Google is sometimes really tone deaf when it comes to things like this. It's they are very thorough and they give a complete and full explanation of why things happen, but they act like nobody should care that it happened. Yeah, and that's just not that's a
0: pride. That's a pride thing, though. They don't want to be seen as a company that has flaws. I think I don't think any company wants to be seen as if they have flaws.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm a little surprised by this, especially them not having an immediate response just because the pixel six kind of came to be known as the buggy android phone right like i mean how many articles have we written have other sites written about pixel six bugs specifically
0: I and i like
1: what people want to read yeah Ruthie wrote an entire article about that yeah i mean, I'd, yeah i
2: i think I wrote, that
0: article did well too though but yeah. I, I can't remember but. I'm like, I,
2: I interviewed one of my friends who bought a Pixel 6 Pro, and uh, he just switched to the S22 Ultra because he was sick of how buggy the thing was. <laughs> like, this is a thing.
0: That's so, so I'm, weird.
2: I know. And, and, you know, I don't. It, I it's weird because I feel like he got a lemon because he has had more problems than anybody else than I know. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like every time we see one of these bugs and I go to test it out myself, I typically can't recreate it.
1: Well, that doesn't mean that the bugs aren't there. Just like this fingerprint thing. But If I, yours works and it works too well, that sometimes it doesn't see your fingerprint, uh, that doesn't mean that it's not happening. I, I do believe it is happening. I know I earlier said it could be just a trick, people scamming. I, I don't believe that. It could be, but, but I think it's actually happening. And actually, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often with every phone. You're selling things in the millions. And they're full of junky little parts that are just mass produced to get out the door as fast as they can. I'm surprised there's not more failures.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, that's I, a fair I just, point. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to see when these kind of reports come out. I I I don't know. I feel like I hear it more from Google phones than any other phone, actually. Like I, you. All, I mean, I do. I have heard it with Samsung phones, obviously, but it's it's been a while since I've heard any issues with Samsung phones.
1: Issues with Samsung phones don't take off the way they do with Google phones because I
0: wonder what so people weird. like to hate
1: what they don't have, yeah. and people like to defend what they spend their money on.
0: You know, and actually, and I i forgot, I did write an article about yeah. that, too. It, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, just, it, it's weird. There,
1: there are probably more bugs and problems with Samsung phones than Google phones, simply because Samsung makes a thousand different models and yeah. sells them in the tens, twenties, hundreds of millions, compared to Google selling five million models of two phones, or five yeah. million units of two models of phone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So there are probably more buggy Samsung phones, but... People love to see Google get knocked down a peg. I love to see Google get knocked down a peg. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: you know, come on, it's human nature.
0: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, we'll never know, and I guess Google will have to come up with their fix soon because if this is a real issue, and, you know, I think, um, I don't know why anyone would lie or, you know, um, joke about something like this, but um Hopefully, Google is paying attention and, and releases something soon because uh, it's not good. Uh, that being said, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, I know you all are trying to figure out what is so great about Indeed. Um, I mean, obviously, you can find jobs and you can apply to jobs, but what is really interesting about Indeed is if you are hiring for someone. You know, Indeed is one of those platforms where the hiring is so easy. You can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And you don't have to spend hours on trying to find a person who fits the right skills. It just, it makes it all easy. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash ACP. Offer is good for a limited time claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash ACP. That's indeed.com slash ACP. Don't forget terms and conditions apply, pay per qualified applicant, not available for all users. So, like I mentioned, if you need to hire someone, you need Indeed. Hey, I want to talk about Meta, uh, which is so funny because Nick, <laughs> so Nick was off last week, obviously, but, and he didn't come back until today, this, today's Thursday, July 28th, um, and I don't know how this happened, but every news, breaking news story from Meta came out <laughs> all in the time frame that he wasn't there, and so everything Had to be written, and it was just there was a lot. So obviously, Meta did their Q2 revenue or Q2 earnings um, for the for this quarter for this year. I can't speak. Obviously, Uh, they were also slapped with a lawsuit from the (laughs) FTC, the uh, Federal Trade Commission, and they also decided to increase the price of their Oculus Quest Two by a hundred dollars, not by ten dollars. You heard that correct, by a $100. Where do you want to start, Nick? Because there, <laughs> there's so much uh, happening.
2: Well, apparently, they knew I was going on vacation and just decided they didn't <laughs> want me writing about anything. So, <laughs> so
0: I just, uh, yeah, Evidently, yeah. <laughs> I, I was
2: very unplugged during that whole thing, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got off the plane yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, and looked at this, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> 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 what happened? Like, what the yeah. heck?
0: So yeah. why don't we start off with earnings and and kind of just okay. get get over with that conversation. I think the only thing that I kind of want to talk about that with respect to to their earnings is that they saw a revenue drop for the first time. Um but I think that's sort of indicative of what's happening with every company. I think Google, um Meta, M- Microsoft, um uh Shopify, Canada's Shopify e-commerce business, like all of these tech companies are all facing sort of A downturn in in their earnings and stuff. And I think that's just indicative of the economic times that we're in right now with inflation and people not wanting to spend. But I just, do you have any thoughts on on their revenue? Or sorry, their earnings?
2: Yeah, as far as earnings go, I think a lot of this can just be chalked up to ad revenue. You know, over the past year in particular, there have been a lot of things done in several areas of the tech industry to uh, block ads, block tracking, you know, increase privacy and things like that. And like it or not, Facebook relies on <laughs> your personal data. Mm-hmm. So when that is blocked or, you know, they're prevented from getting that in some way, they can't sell you ads the way they well, want it's, to. It's
0: not only that, though, it's that ad spending in general has reduced, you um, significantly. Right. I think I think it draw it was like down by 38% or something like that. Just overall the ad industry has sort of cut back on their spending for for ad- advertising. So yeah. obviously that that makes a, a little bit of a thing, a dent into people's businesses. But yes, this and- this aspect of like the trust that people have lost from meta and meta collecting your data. I think that's kind of interesting what you were saying.
2: Right. And I think on the side of the ad business, you you know, they were paying for those ads because Facebook could guarantee that Mm -hmm. they were reaching this very small subset of customers because Mm -hmm. they knew all of their data. And now that, you know, lots of people with iPhones and lots of people with Android phones and whatever are now blocking that or maybe not using the platform or something, you know, Facebook meta, whatever, cannot reasonably tell these customers, the ad customers that, yeah, well, you can definitely reach this group. Now it's like, well, we'll get you most of this group, but it's not as good as before. And they're going to go, well, I don't want to spend that kind of money anymore. It doesn't make any sense because I mm-hmm. I, I can't be guaranteed that my investment will pay off.
0: Right. Uh, I want to also talk about this lawsuit that they have been slapped with. And then, of course, I want to talk about the increase in their Oculus Quest 2 um, devices. So yesterday, uh, at the same time as, you know, actually it was like a few hours before Meta actually reported their earnings, uh, the FTC sued to block Meta's acquisition of Within. I think that's how you say it. Uh, it's a it's a VR studio responsible for the popular Supernatural game. Um, and so they said, quote, letting Meta acquire Supernatural would combine the makers of two of the most significant VR fitness apps, thereby eliminating beneficial rivalry between Meta's Beat Saber app and Within's Supernatural app. Uh, That's what the complaint said. And then, of course, um, Meta stated uh, on Wednesday that this case is, quote, based on ideology and speculation, not evidence. The the idea that this acquisition would lead to anti-competitive outcomes uh, in a dynamic space with as much entry and growth as online and connected fitness is simply not credible. Uh, I think it's really interesting that Meta is saying this. Uh, I feel, and Nick, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Meta is one of the companies that is far ahead in the game of VR. Right? Would you Would you agree with that? For statement? sure. Yeah. And and so I I feel like this would be very anti competitive. No. I think. Um,
2: so based on this, what the FTC is saying is that them owning both Beat Saber developers and Supernatural developers is the anti-competitive part.
0: That, that, I, exactly. Yeah. I don't
2: agree with that.
0: Oh, you don't? Okay. No.
2: What I, I do agree that there is an anti-competitive component here. But it has nothing to do with owning those two companies. It has to do with owning the store that sells those companies because
0: oh, okay. they
2: one hundred percent curate that store, and they regularly feature Beat Saber and Supernatural and other
0: mm.
2: developers that they own. And I but know not so just much talking, those indie,
0: not right. so much those indie developers. That yeah, and,
2: and I know from my out. personal relationships with VR developers that they get snubbed. Oh wow! And this has been a problem since the beginning. It has gotten better, but that is the part where I would say, yes, them owning these two big things is a problem because they're the ones curating the store. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody else, like if we bought this stuff from Steam, I don't give a crap who they own. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. The users are not seeing anything different based on who they own if a third party is the one running the store, but they're mm, not.
0: Okay, okay. See, that that... Kind of changes the whole, well, not changes, but that brings a lot more light to what this lawsuit is all about. I feel. Yeah. And, and
2: if the FTC is not coming at it from that angle, I think they're making a huge mistake and they're probably going to lose the case.
0: Okay. So, FTC, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> that's,
2: that's where you need to do it. Not like anyone not this listens other to our podcast, that. It was <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm just kidding. I'm sure a lot of people listen to our podcast. I mean, Carl Pay listened to our podcast, so that's a big deal. <laughs> hey, who knows? Uh, okay, so, you know, obviously with all of that being said, they, Meta, decided to increase the price of their headset, their Oculus Quest 2 headset by $100. I know you have an editorial coming out. I don't actually don't know when it's coming out. Um, we don't have to talk about that if you feel like... We, we could
2: talk about it because it's supposed to go live uh any time now, really
0: oh okay great so I, I i would actually like to talk about that because I thought your your uh what's the word your speculation <laughs> I feel is actually pretty smart, and I wanted to kinda get your take on it um uh, so okay, so just with the news um meta is increasing the price of their um headset uh accessories and refurbished units starting August. The headset will cost a hundred dollars more uh so what is the total price of that then now? Uh, it would be $400, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, $399 for the 128-gig version and $499 for the 256-gig version.
0: Right, okay. And so Meta has said that it's increasing the cost of manufacturing and shipping as the reason for the price hike. Uh, Let's talk about what really is the reason for why there there was Um, this price hike. And I know you wrote uh, an editorial on it, I guess it's going live today, but um, you kind of said that It's interesting that all of this price hike is happening at the same time that um, Facebook has now allowed you to deconnect or disconnect or not connect your account to a Facebook account, right?
2: Right. So starting sometime in August, they haven't announced the exact date yet, but when the August update goes out, it will actually log out of your Facebook account and then if you want to continue using your quest, you have to make a meta account, which is essentially just a store account. So it's going to store your purchases, your mm-hmm. payments, things like that. Um, you can then add your Facebook account back as like a social you know, connection, but it's not the main account that you use anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, sort of what I was saying was, Them increasing the price in the exact same month that they finally do this is not a coincidence. They were one hundred, not one hundred percent. They were subsidizing ninety
0: nine point nine (laughs) nine percent. Right, they they were
2: subsidizing the price of the Quest two hundred ninety nine dollars for something like a Quest two is crazy. It was always crazy. Like it didn't even make any sense when they announced it. I think everyone was like, "What? (laughs) How could you possibly sell this for this cheap and make any money?" Well, because like we were saying before, they were selling your personal data you know if if you have a facebook account and every headset was required to have a facebook account again they can guarantee the people who place ads that those people are seeing you know vr specific content or whatever because we know they have to have a facebook account they are on they're scrambling
0: they're scrambling eh
2: Right. So now that they don't have to have a Facebook account, they're going, well, crap, there goes a hundred dollar subsidy that we could basically guarantee to our, you know, other division that, you know, logs all the money or whatever, <laughs>
0: whatever Facebook, face so you know, Meta's organization
2: is there and how they do that. Yeah. So now they got to make up that price. And, you know, I'm sure component prices have gone up. I'm sure shipping is more. I mean, look at fuel costs and stuff, right? Like, a twenty, thirty, maybe even fifty dollar increase in price would make a little more sense if that was the primary reason, but not a hundred dollars on each skew. There's
0: yeah, no. that's that's that, that's a it's, lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I, it's just it, I I just find it fascinating. I I mean, obviously you are a very smart person and you know this space so well, but it's so the timing. Oh my gosh, it is that is hilarious to me.
2: Yeah. And, and I think another thing that is not being talked about is the the regulation aspect of it. So, you know, over the past couple of years, they've obviously faced increased regulatory scrutiny at several uh, levels. And one of them was that uh, companies like HTC and uh, I don't think Pico ever did, but there were some other companies that complained basically about the price that meta is selling its headsets at because is
0: is this going to be a little bit more of a like will this actually uh, what's the word i'm looking for help with competition i guess or uh, yeah. with and, other companies and i
2: think this is that's the other component to this is like mm-hmm. they are trying to get ahead of the regulatory game where they're mm-hmm. going to force them to increase the price because competitors can't compete based on the environment essentially
0: yeah 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 like it's not it's
2: not a fair price because of the other factors involved here should i get
0: a quest headset before it gets expensive
2: i mean i'm gonna tell you
0: yes (laughs) 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 okay well i don't know we'll see i'm not a big vr person i don't really care for it right now but maybe 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 i I haven't i mean maybe
2: maybe now that it's going up to 400 maybe we'll actually see it on sale for black friday and stuff you know (laughs) <laughs> now that there's maybe possibly a, a little price bit of gouging. room in there yeah. for for yeah. the price yeah yeah but, okay uh, well
0: that's, that's fun good to know well meta you know you you clearly know what you're doing so we'll see what happens um i want to talk about a last couple of things um so specifically with uh samsung uh and the galaxy z fold uh yeah okay so let's talk about this credit that Samsung has decided to give. Apparently a lot of customers feel like it's not enough. Essentially what Samsung is doing is they're giving the $200 credit to uh, fans who decide to reserve their galaxy devices. Um, uh, And as we know, uh, Samsung is going to be announcing some of these new devices uh, soon. And they're, I guess they're trying to entice uh, customers. So we asked uh, our readers, um, you know, if they were interested in reserving, if they have reserved. The question that that we asked specifically was, have you reserved Samsung's next Galaxy devices? And the the, the responses for that were, I'll pass Galaxy phones, still considering ga- Galaxy Watch, Galaxy Buds. Um, and overwhelmingly, 38.76% said that they'll pass, uh, 28.99% of readers voted that they uh reserve the galaxy phones. Um I don't know what do you guys think about this? This 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 idea of actually allowing you know or giving users a $200 credit to reserve um its devices.
1: Is Samsung letting you know that your name, your bank account
3: information and your address and phone number is worth $200. Mm-hmm. dollars But you don't have to put in you don't have to put in your bank information. You just give them your email and phone number, I think. Okay. well, then how are they going to pay you if they don't know your bank information? I'm saying I'm saying for the reservation part, like I didn't put any of my I didn't like actually sign into my account. I just put in my email address.
0: Also, is it a two hundred dollar credit for uh, each device? I'm assuming. But also, is it? Oh, it's not. Okay. well, that kind of that speaks to to something. I
3: think I think it's two hundred dollars total. And okay. I think it's $200 if you reserve all of them, right? Yeah, it's. I just pulled it up. It's $100 off just the smartphone. Uh, but if you do the Galaxy smartphone watch and Buds bundle, you get a $200 Samsung credit.
0: So essentially, when you check out, then $200 will be off, I guess. That's how it would work.
3: Or you'll get $200 to use after after the purchase, like for
0: after oh, the fact. What? That sounds ridiculous to me
3: that sounds more realistic though think about right. it yeah that's that's normally how they do that kind of stuff it's very yep. rare that they do the instant off is really only applies to like the trading credits the trading values
0: what am i gonna buy for 200 dollars more i've already bought the buds. Cases, if I'm, oh yeah, Chargers. yeah exactly.
1: if you bought the buds in the watch 200 bucks doesn't go to anything of any it's, accessories, pretty much cases accessories. and cords and crap.
2: Right, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's the accessories. That's and two hundred dollars is a lot for accessories. I suppose you could buy the fancy, you know, trio charging pad
1: and some other stuff. But, but I I, I am always glad to see any way in which the consumer can benefit, and two hundred dollars mm-hmm. worth of cases is still a great benefit. But I really think I I I would love to see everybody remember that. I just found out now that it's just your name and email address. Just those two things in some sort of database saying that you're interested in Samsung's products is worth 200 bucks. That's how much your yeah. data
3: is worth. Even though the phone number is an optional entry when you go to the go to the link. So, you know, you think, well, I I'll, 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 I'll don't mind
1: getting this for free quote unquote and given all my information no your information that little bit is worth 200 bucks to these companies
0: yeah I mean I guess Samsungs smart in
1: that respect well sure Samsung's smart they they're gonna get data more than half the people signing up for this probably are already you know on board with Samsung products but Still, they're they're getting a, a good chunk of people to build a nice mailing list to, you know, of people that they know are interested in their products. And they're giving credit towards products that they're probably selling at 100% markup anyway, if it's cases and stuff. So they're not really losing money. They're just potentially aren't going to make as much money. And in the end, we get, you know, $200 worth of free shit. So... If you were going to buy one of these, that's the way to do it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I guess. Okay. I I
1: still say keep the phone you have today. Yeah. Use it for another year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We talked about that last week. I I like that take. I thought that take was smart. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about is the fact that uh we well based off of another poll that we did uh the the responses to it is is i mean i'm not kind of i'm not really surprised but uh the poll that we did was uh and the question we asked was what upcoming foldable phone are you most interested in and um the responses were interesting uh let's see what does it say uh <laughs> the, the galaxy z fold <laughs> 4 One. yeah uh, which is
2: Fascinating, because based on sales, that
0: ain't the case. <laughs> yeah, yep. and 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 I mean the <laughs> and Z,
3: projections too.
0: Z Flip Four was the last one that people were interested in. So, yeah, why why do you think that was the case that the Z Fold Four won in this instance?
3: I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the people who participated in our and in the, in the in the poll are Z Fold Two owners and like skipped over the three because i I, i've i regularly frequent the uh the r galaxy fold subreddit and there are loads of questions of like should i upgrade now or should i wait till the four and that's majority of people just uh from the z fold two owners
0: okay yeah fair enough that could be the case
3: that and
1: well over 90 plus percent of the people that show interest in a product like the Z Fold 4 have no intention of ever buying one. They're just interested in it. Right. Because of how yeah. it
0: looks and stuff like that and the, and yeah. what, what it offers?
1: I, I'm interested in it. I'm interested in learning more about the product. Uh, I'll never buy one. I, I, yeah, I mean, here's the deal, right? Like, even as a person
2: who uses one daily, I got the thing for free from Samsung, Do you use right? it
0: daily? Do you actually use it daily, though? It,
2: it It is typically the one that I like to use because I like... A huge freaking screen especially is, now yeah, that they fixed keyboard prim- and put eyes. a split keyboard
0: <laughs> wait what is your primary device nick
2: i i go between the fold 3 and the pixel 6 pro it just depends now, that on
0: that is so surprising okay well yeah you, you you said you like big screens so i guess that's that's yeah and it
2: depends on if i need the pixels camera or not really is is right like if i'm going on a trip i almost always take the pixel because i know i'm gonna take pictures a damning
1: statement to every other company besides google now, think that's about that.
2: What it is. That's what I said, dude. If they could put the friggin' Google camera software
3: on other Maybe that's Android why they phones, don't. I know. Maybe that's why they don't. Well, and they- I mean, I I just I haven't messed with it yet, but I found out last night after going to the the fold subreddit that there is a working GCam mod. And I used it like laying on my couch in the living room with just the TV on last night, but I haven't actually put it through its paces yet. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna find so it now. I'm gonna I'll I'll shoot you the link. Yeah, um, please do. Because I'm in the same boat as you. I add the uh, the 13 Pro Max, and I'm in the same boat as Nick. Like my I use the fold because of the big screen Pixel Six Pro. You, usually, you
0: just but you you're only you're only using it because that's the only foldable that that is available. You're waiting for the Pixel Fold though. <laughs> I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm
3: probably gonna I'm probably I'm probably gonna upgrade to the four. Just because the rumors say that they're going to use the S22's like main camera hardware, minus I think it's the periscope lens. Um, and I really, really want the S22 Ultra's cameras in a foldable, mm, uh, but yeah. yes, my dream phone is my dream phone is the Pixel Fold, like, I want that more than the Pixel Watch, I want that more than <laughs> anything. Like, I just Same. want stock and or, or like, a, yeah, I just that's what I want. I'll ditch, I'll ditch iPhone for good at that point.
2: <laughs> to, to finish my thought earlier, before we got on a tangent,
3: um, Sorry. even as...
2: No, no, it's, it's, ah. It was a good tangent. It was a good tangent. Um, even as a Fold3 user, again, it, I use it because I got it for free. If I had to spend $1,800 on this thing, there ain't no way I'd have it in my pocket. None. I don't have that kind of money.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, that's wild. Well, that's, no, so that's, wild. A, that's,
3: that's something else to consider, too, when you look at the poll, is that um I did not pay eighteen hundred dollars out of pocket right i did I did pay over a thousand dollars to pay off my fold three, but it was subsidized through verizon and this is the two year mark for people to upgrade from the fold two according to their carrier, which could explain why the fold four ended up another explanation why the fold four could have um ended up as like the the top choice that's fair a good enough. call
0: fair enough um. Okay, I'm gonna ask my favorite question. What made you happy this past week?
1: Or miserable?
0: No, we're not doing that, Jerry. Nick, you missed this last week. He, he said something that made him happy and miserable at the same time. And we're not doing that. And he was like, we should do that. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Well,
1: I'm going to say it was Shruthi, and you can decide whether it made me happy or miserable. <laughs> oh, man.
0: If, if okay. we're talking about
1: misery, I'll just say the heat. Thanks.
2: Done. Yeah. I know mean, we're not talking about misery. I'm just clowning with He's fruit. clowning. Now, now you he's know where clowning. the heat wasn't and what made me happy was in Santa Monica, where I was on vacation. I understand now why people spend that kind of money to live there.
0: Oh my God. That All right. weather. Yeah, the, the cold water Lord, That weather.
2: It never yeah. got above 72. Yeah. There was, like, no humidity. There was a breeze the entire time. It was like, this is, I guess this is what heaven feels like. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean. <laughs> fair enough, fair was, enough, fair enough. It was, uh, it was incredible. So you
0: had good weather. Is that I what made you happy? the entire week. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Perfect. Amazing. Uh, who else wants to talk about what made them happy?
3: i'll copy jerry i got something happy and miserable
0: okay fine go for Um, it whatever i don't care i give up
3: (laughs) (laughs) i moved into a new house on saturday which happened to be the hottest day of the year
0: uh, Oh god. (laughs) which, which
3: um was miserable and my body still hurts and aches and i'm still not done taking stuff to the dump and my office is uh complete just it's just filled with boxes and it's a mess um but we're in a new house. We're not in a three-story apartment. No more walking up and down three flights of stairs anymore. Um, I just got to get everything. I got my TV and my Xbox hung up on the wall too. So.
0: Oh, that's good. That's fun. Excellent.
3: Yeah. It's fun setting up an office from scratch, but it's also not fun when you have as much crap as I do.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Jerry, you want to tell me what made you happy and miserable?
3: Uh, well, nothing made me miserable.
0: Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm,
1: uh, I'm, I'm definitely not going to jail.
0: Oh, good. Right. I, well,
1: Shruti knows a little bit more about this. I yeah, know the and, story. And I I can't talk much about it, but, uh, I did the right thing. You did. Even though it would have got it and it could have got me in, in a good bit of trouble.
0: Are you, are you allowed to say what, what happened? Or... I,
1: I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm just not going to talk about what happened too much. Other than it was some creepy old dude with a camera yeah. and a young lady that did not need to be photographed yeah. at that time. Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there was some property mugger? damage involved, and I was a jerk, but I was a Rightfully good jerk. Rightfully so, though. Rightfully yes. so. And uh, I still have to go to court, but I was told that there's going to be no active prosecution.
0: Well, I'm very happy to hear that, but also— That's great. You should have gotten a medal of honor, to be honest. Well, that's, (laughs) I mean, I
1: I think I did the right thing. And that's, I'm always going to do what I think is right. Of course. Even if it's not.
0: Of course. And we, And we, we love you for it.
1: So, no, I'm not going to jail. Yay.
0: Yay. Okay, I have two things that made me happy this week. The first is I started another new book and uh, it's a really, really good book. It's called Recipe for a Perfect Wife and it's essentially a thriller. It's about this woman who marries a man and they move um, to the suburbs I- into this house that was built, I guess, in the 1940s or 1950s. And um, she quits her job uh, and her husband becomes the the, the sole worker in the, in the house or whatever but so she spent she spends a lot of her time um kind of refinishing this house and and uh cuz nothing has been redone in the house everything is just the same finishing same fittings from the 1940s and one day she finds uh she goes into the basement and she she finds a cookbook and the cookbook belonged to the previous owner i guess and and there's a bunch of um notes and and little things that she reads and and there's just a dark secret uh, that, that kind of houses in this house. So it's really good. And the reason why it's called recipe for a perfect wife, I'm assuming is because it's about that cookbook. Um, and yeah, it's a really, it's making me really happy. It's, it's such a good book and it's really, really good. Maybe there's
1: recipes to cook people in it.
0: Maybe I have no idea. I'm, I think that's what it could be, but I have no idea. It's super, it's, it's really good though. Uh, and the other thing that makes me happy is I bought a new water bottle.
3: <laughs> You're such an old lady. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, what does bottles. it do?
2: I want to hear this. This is
0: Nothing. It's just a water bottle from Starbucks, and it's so uh, pretty. Oh, it's, God. <laughs> all right,
2: well, I, I I had hope, but there it went.
0: No, <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> it makes me so happy okay so i'm gonna tweet a picture of the water bottle today and you can see what it looks like but it's so pretty it's such a pretty water bottle and it makes you me know, really I, happy i saw the
1: funniest thing about starbucks <laughs> and people taking pictures of their stuff uh it was from some guy that works at his starbucks yeah and he always makes sure that the sticker with the name uh, goes over the Starbucks logo. Oh, my God. <laughs> that way, the people that are trying to take pictures of all their, you know, mocha, frappuccino nonsense yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. have
1: to try to scrape all that glue off. And I oh, just thought that, that is, was so petty and hilarious. That
0: is so hilarious. No, that sounds I actually, like a dirty thing. You know, I would
1: totally do that, yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways, that's those are the two things that made me happy. A, a really good book and a new water bottle. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay, anyways. All that the judgment. Said, <laughs> you've already called me an old woman today, okay? Uh, which I am. Uh, okay, that being said, uh, that's all we have for you this week. Wherever you're listening to us, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, or at night, thank you so much for taking the time and listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. And we will listen or talk to you guys next week. Bye.
1: Adios.
3: Adios. Damn it, Cherry. Cherry.
1: <laughs> I didn't make you what am I the puppet master now okay so, bye so bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
3: <laughs> bye guys bye bye <laughs>